Hello, you welcome to another episode of the Uncommon Woman Podcast. It's Ify Chooks are this way and you are listening to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. So here is the real mystery. How do working women like us, who know deep down that we are made for more, we desire to make God proud, but always end the day with no time or energy for ourselves. Talk more of betting the more in us. How do we know this more? How do we profitably bet our dreams, our callings and our passions without breaking down, without losing our sanity, our homes or our jobs, at least for now? That is the glaring question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ifi Chuksadizwe and you are welcome to the Uncommon Woman Podcast. The session today is on how to beat procrastination. It's so interesting that every time I do a survey um, with the women that you know, are, I guess, under my care, and we have a list of topics, how to beat procrastination always comes out tops. So if you are going through the pain of procrastination and you're saying, oh, procrastination has robbed me of a number of things, please do not feel like it is only you. Trust me, it's not only you. All of us suffer from it, me inclusive. And that's why I'm able to share some tips. And then you will get better with time. As you record successes, you will get better. So today we are talking, our topic is how to beat procrastination as voted by the great women of the common woman circle. This is the point where you clap for yourselves. Yay. <laughs> okay. So, but before we start, you know that as usual for all of our live sessions, before we start, we need to go through our manifesto because that's who we are and it's a reminder of who we are. So just repeat after me. I am an uncommon woman. I live to make God proud. I pursue a life of purpose. I see only possibilities. I get things done. I love myself truly and deeply. I defend my territories. I slay giants. I create and grow wealth. I impact nations. I am powered by grace and exploits are my superpower. Amen. So if you don't have a copy of our manifesto, you should get it from bits. I'll put the link in the post uh, much later, but it's bitbit.ly slash capital U, capital W, capital M, another capital M, then small letters, A-N-I-F-E-S-T-O. So bit.ly slash capital U, capital W, capital M, which stands for Uncommon Woman Movement, so U-W-M, then Manifesto with a capital M, and then all the rest are small letters. Great, so you can get your copy of the Manifesto from there so that you can remind yourself daily of who you are. Remember, a closed mouth is a closed destiny. The power to life and death is in your tongue. What you say actually has the power to come to life. So the more you repeat it and you believe it, the more things start to work out for you. As you can see, how to beat procrastination is actually part of the things in our manifesto. As uncommon women, we get things done. So we are channeled and we are programmed, I mean, and designed to beat procrastination. So now to the nitty gritty of the matter. What exactly is procrastination? If you have any thoughts to share on this, I'd be happy to actually see what you think what do you think is procrastination what do you think is procrastination 
Just share your thoughts. You know, it's a word that we use a lot. I'm hoping to see your thoughts. I have switched back to be able to see your comments. Any thoughts, any thoughts, any thoughts before I switch back? What do we think? What do we, what do we think is uh, procrastination? Okay. Okay. Okay, so procrastination is the action of delaying or postponing something. It's really simple. So it's that action that you take when every time something you're, you're supposed to do something, you tell yourself, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it later or I'll sort it out later. That's procrastination. And then we keep saying later and later and later. And some things that we're supposed to do end up happening or never happening at all. And before we go into the session, so one thing you would know about me and everything I teach you, um, I, I, as much as possible, try to tie to God's word in a way that we have the right foundation, but we don't lose the meat of the matter. We don't lose the practicality of what we want to achieve. So I'm going to share with you three Bible scriptures. And then one of them actually woke me up once when it came to procrastination. But for example, if you look at Ecclesiastes 11 verse 4, it says, farmers who wait for the perfect weather will never plant. And if you watch for every cloud, they would never harvest. Or if they watch for every cloud, they would never harvest. Most times when we are procrastinating, it's because we are looking for the perfect time to do it. There's never a perfect time to do stuff. The perfect time to do stuff is now. Or actually, if you go according to that quote, the perfect time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. The next perfect time is now. Um, so Ecclesiastes 11.4 is talking to us like there is no perfect time. If you wait for that perfect time, you will never ever plant. And if you're a farmer and you don't plant, what does it mean? It means that you will not harvest. It means that you will not have anything. The second scripture I want to share with us now, I will tell you a story. When I was writing the Uncommon Woman book, so I don't know if any of you knows the story, but when God gave me the, the, um, the instruction, I started writing the book. The book was supposed to be launched in May, May 1st. I started writing the book in December. Okay, I rather, as at December, I had written only one chapter and it was meant to be 10 chapters. And so at December, I kind of like panicked. Like I'd never written a book that big before. My first book was really very small. Um, I had never written a book that big before. Um, and I was working in my, at my job at that point, I was handling um, a particular brand across West Africa and East Africa. So I was traveling between Nigeria, Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire and Kenya and at the same time I was supposed to write this book so when it, when it dawned on me that come well, this is December and you've only written one chapter and this book needs to be you know launched May 1st which means that I needed to have given to the editor by February 28th I had two months to write 10 chapters that was crazy I this thing dawned on me in December and at that point it looked like I had like about 10 weeks so the agreement between myself and God and my editor was Every week, I needed to write one chapter. And so I started out and it was working fine. And if I miss any week, the next week, I will do two chapters, which if you've read your Common Woman book, one chapter is very, <laughs> it's quite a lot. So imagine trying to catch up two chapters in one week. So I remember, I think I was in chapter seven or eight. And then I, I, I was supposed to have a trip to Kenya. And it was not just a trip to Kenya. It was a 
crazy period at work. It's like our annual planning. It's really crazy. Everybody knows. That time, literally don't have a life. And so I was doing this annual planning for Nigeria. I was doing it for Ghana. I was doing it for Cordova. And I was doing it for Kenya. So I had traveled to Ghana and Cordova. I was supposed to go to Kenya. And I was like, God, please, can you just, please, just move this meeting? Like this business review, just move it. It's really a very big meeting. Everybody in the whole company worldwide is doing that thing. And there's a deadline for it. So sincerely, me asking God to move the meeting was like as if I was high on something. But I really needed a break. I was under so much pressure. So I said, God, can you just move this meeting? Long story short, like play like play, they moved the meeting. But obviously, my trip to Kenya was still there. And every time I travel, it's always a time for me to either close out stuff that I couldn't have done at home. You know, when you have children, you have a guy, you have everything. But when I'm at out of the country or somewhere else in a hotel, you know, it's just you and your time. You can sort out stuff. I said, God, Dad, don't worry. As they've canceled this meeting, when I go to Kenya, I'm going to write one chapter. Thank you very much. Long story short, I went to Kenya. I did not write any chapter. I came back home. The first night, as I laid down to sleep, I think the first or second night, I laid down to sleep. I was so tired. Holy Spirit woke me up that I should start. Uh, no, and gave me this scripture, Proverbs 18, 9. I'd never read the scripture before. And I opened the scripture and I read, He who is slothful in his work is a brother to him who is a great destroyer. I don't know if you understand this, but it means that if you're slothful with your work, you are the brother of a great destroyer. Do you know a great destroyer is like, he's not a child of God, long story short. He's not even just not a child of God. He's a terrible somebody. So, you are comparing me to a terrible somebody. Not even comparing. You're telling me that I'm a brother to a terrible somebody. So when I read the scripture, I was like, oh no, God, you can't be talking to me. Me, me that with my full-time job, I've done this, I've done that, all the instructions you've given me. And he reminded me, he said, I told you to write one chapter. You, you said I should cancel this trip, this um, meeting for you. I did. You went for the trip, you didn't write the chapter, and now you have come back and you are sleeping. So you are slothful in your work. Oh my God. And I'm like, so all the things I've done, forget all those ones. He has given you an instruction now. If you are slothful in that thing, if you keep procrastinating, you keep procrastinating, you're not just doing yourself. You are being called a brother to someone that is a great destroyer. I don't know about you, but light and darkness cannot mix. This thing really touched me that night. And I got up and I said, you know what, Holy Spirit, I'm really tired and I cannot write. Just tell me what to write. I can't, my brain can't process anything. I just give you my fingers. Let's just write. And I started writing and I finished that chapter that night. What I wrote, that's when I tell people, read your common woman book. It's not me that wrote it. It's always Spirit that wrote that book. Um, so this scripture was one very, very big one for me. And then I found this one too, which says Proverbs 28, 24. It says, whoever robs his father or his mother and says it is no transgression, the same is companion to a destroyer. Proverbs 28, 24. Now, see, the person that robs his father or his mother, in short, in simple English, thief, ole, onyori, a thief, a thief, arm robber. Hmm? Then he's not, he says there's no transgression. So he's not even remorseful. So he's an unrepentant thief. That person is a companion to a destroyer. Companion, they didn't even say brother. Now imagine that you, that you are slothful in your work, you are a brother to a great destroyer. Ah, the boat that you are in eh, is a bad boat. So 
I'm just setting up this stage before we now go into how to be. I, I want you to realize that you cannot afford to be slothful in your work. You cannot afford to procrastinate. You cannot afford to procrastinate about the things that God has given you to do. I saw this quote somewhere. I don't know if I can remember it well, but it talks about the fact that the person that procrastinates is so arrogant because you believe that you already have tomorrow. You could just sleep and not wake up. God forbid but you actually could just sleep and not wake up. So when you procrastinate, it shows arrogance, like, oh, God has already, as like tomorrow is already there. So that's um, what I want to set the stage on is, first of all, we should not wait for perfect conditions. That's what procrastination does. If you do that, you would never get the action done. Secondly, when you procrastinate, you are slothful in your work. And the God that is our Father that is ever loving says that, if you do that, then you are the brother to someone who is a great destroyer. You're in that same boat. You're actually worse than someone that is an unrepentant thief because that person is just a companion to a destroyer. You, when you are slothful, you are a brother to a destroyer. I'm sure you say I'm drumming this thing, but I just want to set the stage well. So now that we're clear that procrastination is a terrible no-no and we need to work on it, myself inclusive. So everything I teach you here, I teach you from where I have come from and where I'm going to, okay? So now that we're clear on that, what's the next thing? Step number one for you to be able to beat procrastination. Number one, please, if you have your notes, please note it down. You need to clear the mental blocks. Every time I see people talking about procrastination, they tell you what to do until you clear the mental blocks. Those tips have no effect in your life. So step number one to um, beat procrastination is that you need to clear the mental blocks. And what do we mean by mental blocks? The first thing you need to ask yourself is, why do I procrastinate? And the reason why you procrastinate for everybody is different. Until you deal with the reason why you procrastinate, no matter how many tips I give you, you will still procrastinate. Because there's something in your mind which is programming you to procrastinate. So first thing is we need to clear the mental blocks. Remember they say as a man thinks, so is he. So as your brain processes things, as your mind processes things, that is who you are. I can give you tips. It will just be like plaster on a wound until you deal with the real issues. So the first question is, ask yourself today, why do I procrastinate? And and if you're like a lot of people, first of all, you could be like, ah, every time I do it, I get away with it. I'm always a last minute person. I get things done last minute and I shall just wing it. Things just shall work. <laughs> like you're just not one of those people that you submit everything late, but at the end of the day, you all will now be at the top. People will be like, ah, ah. I used to be like that. I remember then I had this colleague in the office. She's so prim and proper and everything, everything, planning, okay, over planning is, is worrying her. And then I was in Abuja in sales. And then she wanted to go, she was traveling to Romania. So usually when people in the office in Lagos are traveling to anywhere and then the embassy is in Abuja, they send it to us on the field and then we help them, you know, submit it and everything. So she sent me all her visa, everything, and told me to help her submit it. The embassy was in Asokoro. So I just kept saying, oh, you know what? When I finish work today, I'll go and submit it. That day will pass. When I finish work, I'll go and submit it. When I finish work, I'll go. Until it was a day to the interview. I think I called them and they told me I can submit it up till the last day. So I just packed it in one side. 
of course i got there i submitted it the last day of course she was really panicked like if i've already bought my tickets what if they don't let me come in and like they calm down jerry is this thing we do now uh-uh, we wing it <laughs> and i submitted it and she came that day and she actually had her interview and i was feeling very funky with myself and she told me from see there will come a day when it will not just work like this that this last minute thing you are doing it will not just work and it will cost you something and truthfully that day came my husband uh, doesn't like filling forms so everything that has to do with filling forms is me so we were supposed to go on a vacation our annual vacation and we had really planned this thing like really planned this thing all of us were so excited and trust me now informer as usual i kept saying uh i will submit i will submit i've done all the research i've done everything where we're going to go how much i told the guy he had sorted it if i'm a submit form now problem i kept procrastinating by the time i submitted form they now said that they've changed one policy like that long story short visa was going to take three months hey wait which mouth will i use to go back and explain to my family that <laughs> my last minute winging did not work so there are a number of us that say oh i do things last minute and i just usually get away with it and so you are programmed to procrastinate i have one message for you one day it will not happen like that and it might cost you something really big and you don't want to experience it truthfully i felt really terrible you know going before explaining to my family how just because i was procrastinating we couldn't go on the trip okay um so that's one reason another reason why people procrastinate to be like i'm not in the mood my brain is not working <laughs> i do that a lot so so when i have a presentation to put together or you have a presentation to put together at work i'll be like mm, creative juices are not flowing and so i won't do it but sometimes i tell myself and i'll tell you what i do to get myself back um so another reason is oh you just you just love that last minute rush like when it's last minute things just you know just get very excited another reason some people procrastinate is i'm tired i'm just tired i want to do it all but i'm tired not that kind of tiredness eh you're tired inside your soul <laughs> when i want to be dramatic i say i'm tired my cells my cells are tired inside that kind of tiredness but you know that kind of tiredness is actually tiredness in your mind sometimes sometimes because i'm still going to deal with it so there are a number of reasons why we procrastinate the question now for you is you why do you procrastinate and i really want you to ask answer this question honestly i'm going to give you two minutes to write it down this is the point where we are serious and you ask yourself solemnly why do i if I'm a tricks at this way, why do I procrastinate? Okay, so I'm sure you have answered that question. The next thing is now I will share with you, once you're clear on why you procrastinate, let me share with you solutions. So for example, if you're the kind of person that says, I'm not in the mood, I beg I'll deal with it tomorrow. You know, I just love that last minute rush. If you've been with me for a while, you will know that there's something I ask us to always be clear on. What is your why? What is that big reason? Um, so for example, yesterday night, I was 
throughout the week I've been saying, oh, you know what? I need to put together all the gifts for my birthday. Meanwhile, by the way, thank you all of you for your amazing birthday wishes. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for the great outpouring of love. I was blushing. If I was white, I would be red. But considering that I am brown, I turned a little bit orange. Yes. But thank you so much for the show of love. So I've been saying I was going to share the gifts. And from work i've been i think the last three days i've been in meetings from 10 o'clock to six o'clock every day so two days ago i was shaking i was so hungry i just slept off but last night i was like you know what i need to get this done and how did i get it done i remembered my why it is not me that sent myself to you people so when i see people saying oh if you thank you for answering the call of god it's very noble like i smile but sincerely it's not me that sent myself it's god that gave me an assignment and i've seen the consequence of not doing what god calls you to do it's it's such a deep empty feeling that i don't want to ever feel that again so i'm always very eager to do what he's asked me to do so yesterday i just remembered it like god god has told me before concerning the women that he has sent my way and concerning the uncommon woman movement and share virtuosity it is not a hobby it is an assignment so i shouldn't do it when i have free time i should do it as a job that I'm doing on to him. So yesterday I just shut down everything and I started putting everything together. I worked till late just to get everything done. So in times where you see yourself just procrastinating and procrastinating, stop and go back to your why. What is that big why for you? You know, remember when we did the seven day challenge, we did success definition and we define success what is success to you what is success not to you what is success to you as a person what is success to you as a mother what is success to you as a wife those are the big things for you and then we also talked about understanding your purpose that is your why so for example i'll give you an example of 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 um, the, um yesterday and how you know working on the 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 places where you will be able to get the gifts and putting everything together so another reason another um thing could be okay for example i don't know your children's school maybe they say oh you know all these online children must study and this one and you've just not had the time to set up what they need to do and you keep procrastinating i'll set it up today i'll set it up tomorrow i'll set it up next tomorrow remind yourself of your why what is your why I want to be an amazing mother. I want to be a mother that raises strong children, children that are independent. You know, my my why is the fact that God has entrusted these children to my care. He could have given them to any other person, but he decided to give them to me. Even when I had one fallopian tube, even all the crazy things I did, God still gave me these children. So if I don't do what is right for them, I'm disappointing God. And that one, for for me, anything that has to do with disappointing God, it just resets my brain back. So when you're in that situation where you're saying, oh, I'm not in the mood, blah, blah, blah. You need to have something that resets your brain back, your why. And then you remind yourself of the rewards of doing that. If I sent, so yesterday when I was walking all through the night and I was happy, I was like, I remember when I was talking to, to the community manager and she, and she was like, asked, I said, when, do you, when did you plan to put up the post? This was today. She said 3 p.m. And there was still one form we hadn't done. And she said, you know what? Since we have the live session, leave it now. Tomorrow we'll post it. And I said, no. In my head, I'd already gotten up. I said, no. And I had to remind myself again about the rewards. I could imagine the number of women that would be happy 
because they will be able to go through those tips and know how to bet their more the clarity that they will gain that's reward for me the consequences are that i would have i would not make god happy uh, well he, he which is the big one for me so remind yourself of any rewards of any, of the rewards of your action so what are the good things that will come out of your action if you do this thing that you need to do what are the consequences if you don't do it and remember when i say consequences sometimes like hey, nobody will beat me now who will beat me i'm an adult no what are the consequences on the bigger picture if you don't set up that child's school work for example it means that school will resume the child will be behind the child will struggle and you as a mother will not be happy you will feel like a failure it will distract you from other things you're supposed to do because you will have to now pay more attention so that the child can catch up just because you were procrastinating and did not set up the child um to close out classwork and um, schoolwork in this holiday period and his or her mates were doing it are we together so in terms of solution we said i said lean back and understand what your why is what is that thing that is 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 bigger than you what is the reason why you do everything you do something that when you remind yourself you reset your brain for me is disappointing god i cannot it, it resets my brain by the way god has a very funny thing another thing that helps me to reset my brain is anything that god has told you to do and and it's not just about anything that god has told you to do trust me he has told a number of people to do it as you are doing smes me smes me somebody else will do it in your very before and you will be so sad you will be it has happened to me before how did myself and omilola become close <laughs> we were we we met out of god asked me to do an event and her name was she was a speaker and i invited her. i didn't know her from anywhere and from there we we, we had numbers and and then i realized that when god gives me an assignment he also for example when i was writing the uncommon woman book he told her to write the richer woman book she closed the book in two months i closed the book in two months we launched our books one one month apart and it was it was like and when we exchanged stories like ah you know this is how he does it i remember once when he, my second book made for more the 31 day devotional the first time he gave me the assignment to do i was like oh okay god i'll do it eh you know work i will do it i just got a new job every day i'll say okay i'll do it i'll do it i'll write one i'll leave it one week guess what i went on instagram one day and i saw milola just launched a 31 day devotional the father's daughters i'm sure a lot of you remember it i cried that day and i told her thank you very much for posting this because it has really reset my brain so every time god gives me an instruction i don't play with it anymore because i realize that god is walking through a number of vessels his assignment is what he wants to do is bigger than you so if you procrastinate if you are wasting time he can't keep waiting for you you know that same thing somebody else will do it and there's always a grace in that time that he's asking you to do stuff so don't play with it so when i remember those things for example it helps me to reset my brain and i go and get the things i need to get done um so lean back on your why remind yourself of the rewards of doing that thing at that time remind yourself of the consequences of not doing it i remember when i say rewards and consequences is the big picture and if you need to incentivize yourself please do you know um i'll take myself out i'll buy myself maybe a top that i've been eyeing since that alaroro is not allowing me to buy <laughs> i might buy it you know those kind of things so that's one solution another solution if for example you're the kind of person that says mm, 
I just usually get away with it or I'm not in the mood. I love that last minute adrenaline rush. One thing you can do is set public deadlines and have people hold you accountable. See, I think about it now. When I wrote the Uncommon Woman book, one key thing that really helped me was the fact that there was an event for May 1st. There were so many things that happened. That, in short, if those that came for the event, eh, the books arrived the venue barely 10 minutes to the time on the agenda for it to launch. I didn't know the books were going to come. Everything was, you know, even with me walking all through the night on some days, editing it was still very, very stretched timings. But when you set public deadlines, when you when you say it out there, you are committed to doing it. Truthfully, you are committed to doing it. Your mind starts to look for solutions to do it. But when you don't share it, your mind will tell you, oh, March 21, leave it, leave it. April 13 is a very good date, it's your birthday. Why do you want to do March 21? Why don't you tie it to something more significant? You to you, follow your mind, Shebi. Yeah, because you to you are procrastinating. But when you set a public deadline, I'm going to do this by so, so, so time. And you have people accountable to you. Remember, and because it's one thing to set a public deadline. If there's nobody to hold you accountable, you too, you will find excuse. But when you have people that will hold you accountable, you set that deadline and you're constantly checking yourself, then you will actually be able to clear this one. Okay. So we are all still in step number one, where we say, Step number one is clear the mental blocks. I said, first of all, you need to find out why you procrastinate. So maybe you usually get away with it. I'm not in the mood. I'm too tired. Um, I said solutions. You always need to lean back to your why. Think out that big picture. What is that thing that you think of that will reset your brain immediately and get you to work? You know, remind yourself of the rewards of doing that action immediately. Remind yourself of the consequences of not doing it. Incentivize yourself if needed. Solution number two that we talked about was set public deadlines and have people hold you accountable. So, for example, many of you say you want to bet your more. Can you say, I want to do this by so, so, so time and post it in the group? Oh, by the way, I'm preempting something. But that's setting public deadlines and you have people hold you accountable. By the way, if you are part of those that procrastinate because you are too tired, man, guy, Abi, babe, go and eat. <laughs> Forget, go and eat. But eat eat good food, eat food that gives you, you know that when you eat starchy food or you eat lots of sugary food, you have a sugar spike, you have an energy spike and immediately less than 10, 20 minutes later, you are tired again. So you need to eat what we call low glycemic index food. So that is fruits, vegetables, protein, eat less of carbs. Carbs have very, very, uh, the sugar goes straight into your blood. It gives you an energy spike and immediately you, you're, you're down again. So when you find out that you're constantly tired, please eat right, right? For some people, you just need health supplements. See, body you know be firewood. Some of us are getting very old. The last two days I've been so tired. I just remember, come, where's my supplement? I just remember that, uh-uh, I think this week I have not taken it. So when you see you're in that state where you're constantly too tired to do the things you need to do, please check yourself, okay? Any questions on this one before we move to number two? I'm just checking to be sure all of us are good. So if you procrastinate because you think you will fail, and I'll tell you, when I was launching my first successful business, after four failed businesses trust me me and fear we knew ourselves like we have conversations <laughs> so um you're not alone and i'll tell you what i did you need to ask yourself 
why am I afraid I will fail? Is it because I failed before? Or is it because I have seen people that have done this thing and they have failed? There are two different things. If, you've, if it's because you failed before, then you ask yourself, go back to the last failure. Why did I fail? And be honest with yourself. See, there's nobody that can be honest with except you and yourself. So ask yourself, why did I fail? So for my own case, when I went back to my other businesses, I looked at it. And I, so by the way, one of the gifts, um, the gifts that I shared with you, where I said the seven steps to start your business with your full-time job, those seven steps were the things that I did after I had realized where I failed. So for example, one thing I realized where I failed was I had the idea it was me that was carrying the idea, but I asked my, or I got people to to run with the idea. And so those people, did, nobody can carry you and fly with your vision like you. And so they went out there, they didn't do a good job of it. I wasn't working fully in my business. Obviously I had my full-time job. So you, you're going to be saying, okay, how will you work fully your business? But I wasn't giving it attention as it needed to. It was like, it's like a baby. When you give birth to a baby, even when you have twins, you shall manage to sort two of them out. So I wasn't, so one of the things that I've learned from my failure was I did not put myself in my business. So when I started my first successful business, I did it myself for at least almost like five months or so before I finally hired somebody. But what it did was I poured myself into it. I made time for my business. I poured myself into it. So when you're thinking, so if you go back to your last failure and ask yourself, why did I fail? Then you ask yourself, what are all the things I need to do so that I will not fail again in this one? Okay, that's one step. Then you ask yourself, when was the last time that I succeeded at something? It doesn't matter what. Maybe you passed your exam. When was the last time you succeeded? What did you do differently that made you succeed? When you put together a list of the things you did that made you succeed and the things that you did that made you fail that you should not do again, trust me, you will feel more confident to be able to go in the next time. Because you see fear, fear is, constant. you see, fear is constantly there. But God says he has not given us a spirit of timidity and a spirit of fear, but of boldness. And when people say, okay, um, what if you don't fail? I don't believe that that works because your mind, if your mind hasn't been, doesn't believe that you will do this thing, no matter how you do things, it, it will not help you. So first of all, start with why did I fail? What are the things I can learn from that failure? When was the last time I was a success? What did I do differently that made me a success? Put all these learnings together. Look at this thing that you want to do now and then recraft a plan that enables you to be successful and not fail. Once you have that, then start to do it small, small. With every small one, every small success, you celebrate it. But you see failure, failure, and you shouldn't look at failure as something bad. Look at failure as a stepping stone. Okay? So, Messi, I've helped you with that. Nanko says, I don't have a reliable nanny, and most times I get very tired as a result of office and domestic chores. I'm with you, my darling. Trust me, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> so that's why we talked about. See, when you... You need to, we're going to come into the next, you know, we have three, um, I, there are three steps. The third one talks about learning how to say no. And some things, my love, that if you want to be able to do more, you need to outsource. So one of the things when you want to birth your mom, um, as an common woman, we say it's discover, discover what you have, discover who you are, discover what God has called you to do, discover that thing you need to birth, discover your strengths, everything. 
your barriers and overcome them. The second element is support. You need to get support. For you as a married woman working, for you to bet your more, you need support. You're not a superwoman. You see that whole thing about how they talk about support? It doesn't work. You need help. You need support from God. You need support from your husband. You need support for your house. There are some certain things in your home that, and, and there are three things I said, you say, you have to delegate, you need to learn to delegate, you need to learn to outsource, or you need to learn to automate. So for example, it's not every day you come back from work, you'll be saying, what will we eat? Maybe you should have a full timetable. It's automated. You need to look for ways to make things run. Okay. So once you have that set aside, for example, in my case, when I was going through this, I used to cook then almost every week. I started cooking every month. What are the things that need to help, you know? So once that is set aside, then you need to have things, you need, you need to take energy boosters and natural energy boosters. I'm, as a person, since I've known myself, I've always suffered from fatigue, chronic fatigue. So I can just wake up and be tired. So I don't even need to have done office work. I'll just be tired, you know, but my brain is working, but my body is tired. And I start taking, there's this health supplement, it's called Celgivity. It's really good. It's really, really good. It's, it just makes me, there's also ginseng. Those things give you energy, you know? So just take the natural energy boosters as much as possible, you know, what you can outsource at home, outsource what you can delegate and see, it's not every work you must do. If you come to my house now, by the way, let me tell you a secret. So it's me, my husband and my three children. My house is big because my house used to be, all my in-laws used to be, and everybody has kind of like gotten married and moved away. So there's quite some room. But trust me, we're living in half of the house. <laughs> what do I mean by half of the house? The other half, I don't clean it. It's there. Nobody crosses there. I can't clean myself. I can't be cleaning a full house every day. Why? Nobody is going there. But see, these are things that I can get away with because I have my husband's support. So that's why I talked about support, okay? We'll go deeper into all these things. Um, Rose says, I procrastinate because of fear of failure. I've talked about. Joke said, I procrastinate because I feel I can always get it done any other time. Yes, we've also talked about that. So in Joke, Joke, in your case, for example, you need to remind yourself of your why so that you can get it in immediately. So we've talked we've talked that part. So I think I've pretty much... Um, Upono says, I procrastinate because I have too many chores to do without helping hands. Okay, we're going to... We've, we've touched a bit on this where I talked about um, outsource and the rest. So another thing is, you know, I studied economics in university. So sometimes what I tell myself is, what's the cost-benefit analysis, to be honest? Um, how much is it to get the help? And what is the value that I will get? So let me give you an example. When I started my business 2012, yeah? Um, I, I had three children. I had three children on that three. I, I, before then, I hadn't had a nanny per se. For like six months, I didn't have a nanny with my two boys. But when I had my daughter, I already started my business. I knew that there was no way I was going to be able to do this without getting a nanny. Nanny at that point was, I think it was like 30K or so, because I wanted someone that would be able to handle small children. And I had to tell myself, you need to grow your business to a point where you can pay 30K to a nanny without thinking. It's a cost-benefit analysis. I see some people, there's a lady I know, she does meals and she's really good. She can do home service. She's really amazing. She has two kids and she'll be backing her child and be going for home service. See, if you come to my house and you're doing home service, because I know you, the lady that does my hair comes with her baby. But she's done my hair for years. And by the way, she's my birthday mate. So I don't have a problem. I know all her kids. But there's some people that will not let you come and do home service in their house with your kids. So you're losing that job because you, you could not put the child in day of 20K. 
Do you understand? So how much do you need to generate for you to be able to outsource certain things? We need to start having those discussions and thinking because that is what will help you set your money target so that whatever thing you're doing, that business you want to bet is not just a hobby of, oh, today if I see, if I don't see. No, you're clear on what it needs to cover at a minimum. That's why I told her, see, you do, your nails, you, the nails you do are amazing. The people that are your clients are not small, small people. But you can't be going there with your children. So how many of those people do you need to do their nails for you to be able to afford 20K daycare? Because I asked her, how much is the daycare? She said 20K. I said, babe, how much do you need? And then streamline it. I need 10 clients. Between you and your marketing skills and God's support, trust me, you will get those 10 clients, okay? And then, yes, like Joker says, house chores never stop. So we need to, first of all, be clear on some things. Uh, and that's why I also talk a lot about your husband's support. See, ask your husband. See, and when I'm saying ask your husband, don't just go and call him and ask him. Oh, go and cook better food. Make you know, you know that kind of environment that Delilah used to get something out of something. Uh-huh. That kind of environment, recreate it. Hmm? Then ask your husband, my darling husband, if it's me, on him, on onobim, on I like love. <laughs> so ask your husband, what are the two three biggest things that are important to you concerning as from from me as your wife you'll be very surprised half of these things you are doing are not there so i remember when i asked my husband he said me being his friend um me being so me being his friend and me being there for him me being mindful of the children and their development and something else and for every other thing, he's fine. If you want to outsource it, if you say, oh, I'm tired right now, I can't do this. When it comes to cooking, for example, I need to make sure in my house at every point in time, there is either Ophora or phone with your neighbor girl, you get it. Because once that one is in my house, my husband is fine. There's food in the house. So you need to, you need to get to that level of support. Some things, like I told you now, I say I'm here, we live in half of the house. So that day, my husband was talking to his friend. His, his brother, my brother-in-law came to, to do something. And he was supposed to sleep over. And he told him, hey, yeah, you know you are living in half of the house. So next time you give us notice. But that's because I have support. Okay, so... Um, so I think we've covered that. So that's on the mental blocks part. So now let us go to number two. Because once your mental blocks are clear, then the next thing is... Um, Step number two, you need to plan your time. I've talked about this here in this group in one of the posts, but I just want to reiterate it. So now that your mental blocks are sorted, you need to plan out your time. If you don't plan your time, something else will take your time. And the first one is, I want you to get yourself a beautiful notepad, a notepad that you like writing in. So I was going to show you mine. So every year I have a notepad. So this is my notepad for this year. I always make sure that it's really, really pretty. So this one is for this year is green last year's one was white it always has a scripture on it that you know makes me excited some years is pink but it's really pretty so because it's pretty i love to write in it at the start of every week list out all the tasks that you must complete in that week and by when i want to check if i can see my own so ah, i don't know if you can see my handwriting uh let me look for this week's task okay so for example let's see So for example, I don't know if you can see, oh no, I doubt. But this is my to-do for this week. And I've listed out everything. 
at the start of the week i write it out all the things i need to achieve in the week and then every day i come and do let's say monday and i write out monday's thoughts monday's um things that i need to do so that's one thing you need to do get a book that you like writing in at the start of every week write down all the tasks that need to be completed in that week and by when for every new day you need to write out your to-do list research has shown that when you write out your to-do list you actually get things done because your mind memorizes it immediately um once you've done writing it for a, for a day always start with the most important task first as much as possible you know we know i don't know if you've seen this brian tracy book eat that frog so eat that frog take the biggest thing that will give you the biggest fulfillment and deal with it do that start with the most important task then um what else this is very very important because another thing that takes our time if we want to be honest apart from the house chores is social media whatsapp instagram facebook tv see when you start scrolling through instagram you can forget yourself so actually me and whatsapp oh god can be on whatsapp and then message will finish and i'll be looking at it and waiting for message to drop uh-uh did they swear for me <laughs> so if you're like me don't worry it's all of us together but what do i do now the last this lockdown in my my secondary school my alumni secondary school we've been having classes every evening and they're very exciting classes but just realize that i'll be in those classes two three hours i'm on whatsapp and i have work to do in that night too i remember i work best at night so all the times when you work best is it in the morning is it in the night i want you to block that time completely your phone mute all notifications you will not touch email you won't touch social media you won't do tv so ask yourself when do i work best and for for example if you're a stay-at-home mom and when the children are not around maybe that's when is your best time that period block it i was listening to someone's story and she was a pastor's wife but every day she was always saying story 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 she had nothing to show for her time and then she told herself i from 10 o'clock to 12 o'clock she doesn't answer calls she doesn't look at her phone she doesn't do social media doesn't do tv she focused and was writing her book Today, she has written a number of books. She has started a coaching business, all because she took back her time. So when you're planning your time for the day and you have the different tasks you should do, be mindful of the time when you are most productive. In that period, blocked. Nothing should distract you. Then obviously, because you're not a robot, you must have the time where you play and you do on social media. Have a time when, when your brain is tired. You can set that time for i'm just looking through social media but use a timer use a timer so you can use all these timers on your phone and you set it 20 minutes once your alarm goes off you know that i'm done i need to move i need to get out of here okay so um uh that's what we are saying on that one let me see i am um, we said Allocate a special time for all your distracting tasks, all those emails, social media, TV. Do it when you want to relax your brain, not when is your productive time. That's a very big thing. Your productive time, use it to work. Use it to do that thing you need to do. Then when you're even on social media, when you have that period that you've given yourself, maybe it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes, use a timer. If it's 30 minutes you gave yourself, put your timer for 20 minutes so that you must get out of there 30 minutes. 
at the end of every day, tick all the actions that you completed and reward yourself. For me, the mere ticking of it, which is a feeling, is amazing. Just ticking it that is done is just so exciting if, if, if there are any of you that that if any of you here that does that you would know just ticking it that ah, i did this today is just a rewarding feeling and if you promised yourself anything reward yourself that okay and you repeat this process every day at the end of the week you check again versus your weekly goals and you see how you're doing okay so step number two we talked about planning your time in planning your time obviously is taking back your time from things distractions to social media email whatsapp telemundo everything it's not my first to watch telemundo true i've done telemundo fast before it helps so because it does not make sense my my productive time is in the night meanwhile telemundo will be there be distracting me and i'm telling myself i'm relaxing it's funny i'm angry okay <laughs> so that's step number two any questions before we move to step number three which is very critical Step number three is about learning to say no. It is very, very important. Okay, so let's go quickly into step number three. There are no questions. Step number three to beat procrastination is that you need to learn to say no. And it's that simple. See, if you do not value your time, other people will use up all your time, leaving your own needs unmet and your own life empty because that's just how people are if you show that you don't value your time they will take it and use it so don't be afraid to say no what are you going to be saying no to say no to task say no to activities that do not allow you to complete your goals and your must do for the day or for the week except of course if that new thing that you're going to be doing will catapult you to a you know to your desired destination faster than what you wrote down so if let's say you wrote down, I need to, you know, I don't know, um, shoot one video today, right? And then you just realize that, oh, oh my God, if I go to so 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 and so place, I can actually get four done today. So it's not a task that is in your to-do list, it's a new task, but it will get you to your destination faster. Those ones are fine. So let me give an example. This whole lockdown period, you have been saying, oh, this particular, maybe your room. Okay, you're, you're a working mom. Forget lockdown. You go to work, you come back. You have been saying, oh, you know what? I need to clean up my room. You know, everywhere is kind of like not looking as it should be. My husband is already getting irritated. You've planned your Saturday, how you're going to do A, B, C, D. All of a sudden, your cousin calls you. Ah, I'm coming to Lagos, so I'm coming for wedding shopping. Shaq, please come and follow me to Balogo. You pull up, oh my God, the wedding shopping, amazing. You two, you leave what you plan to do on Saturday and follow her to go and do wedding shopping. Meanwhile, she has three sisters in this same Lagos. See yourself. So, I want you, I'm going to sound very, very harsh, but that's the reality of things. If I'm, if, you know, and if it's me, me telling you this thing, you need to take it seriously because if you talk to everyone as my friend, I'm nice. Ifoma is very nice. I literally drop stuff to help people. But you know what I've learned? That you need to, as long, you need to be focused. You need to learn to say no. That sometimes you need to say no because you are so busy. You are doing so many things. They will tell you, oh, you are so amazing with accounting. You are already in three groups in church. They will call you and say, ah, come and be 
come and be in this group. You know, you're very good with accounting. Please, so you be our treasurer. You two, you say, okay. You are, you don't have time. The, the assignment God gave you is suffering. And you are adding more. You should learn to say no. Remember, what is success to you? Learn to rank things. Is God, is, is God, is you, is your family. And when it's God and you, is the things he has called you to do and your family. Learn to prioritize. You need to learn to say no. I'm serious. This one is, is paining me because a lot of us are really good people, genuinely good people. And I know that because I have people that know that, oh, Ifama is always ready to help. And so sometimes they'll be like, oh, Ifama, please help me do this thing. And they'll just come and drop it on my table. But I realize that, come on, this thing is not helping me. And so sometimes I say, you know what, I will help you do this, but not now. I need to do A, B, C, D. If I, when I finish it, if I still have time, I'll help you. If not, I'll, tomorrow, I'll let's set out some time. Don't come and crash my parade now to help you at my own expense. You need to learn to be, for lack of a better word, selfish. But it's not selfish. It's self-love. It's being passionate about the things that God has called you to do and guarding your time. So learn to say no. And another thing I've realized, especially as a working woman, every time God gives me something extra to do, he kind of like makes my work front easy. So I kind of, I'm not under so much pressure. But whenever God gives me an assignment to birth and I have a lot of pressure from work, I go back to God in prayer. And I ask God to clear everything that is potentially distracting me from doing the work he has called me to do. By the way, between me and you, I'm praying that prayer right now because this is one week of lockdown. There are certain things I needed to have done with regards on common woman movement. There are things that I should have written. There's a book I'm supposed to write. For one week, I haven't done anything. I've had so much pressure at work. And I'm like, God, I need you. I need you. Please calm these waters in this side so that I can have time to also work on the things that you've called me to do. Because on a good day, I finish work and at night is when I work on all these things. But even now at night, I'm working on presentations, I'm working on decks, I'm working on things like that. So in those periods, when you have distractions that are beyond you, so sometimes you've said, okay, I want to bet my more. And all of a sudden, God forbid, your child falls sick. That's the enemy trying to just put a spanner in the works for you. It's a distraction that is 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 valid and you need to make time out for it go to god in prayer god please settle all these distractions calm this turbulence around me so that i would have time to do these things that you've called me to do because if not if my child for example is not feeling well i will not have a choice but to procrastinate on the other things okay so we've talked about procrastination what it is we talked about the three steps and the first one i said we need to clear the mental blocks I tried as much as possible to clear as much box as possible. Um, we talked about um, second one was um, I the mental block. Second one is plan your time. And in planning your time, I said you know you write out your to do weekly. You do it daily. You start with your most important task. You review at the end of the day. Take the ones that have been completed. The ones that have not been completed, move to the next day. You know, end of the week, you track yourself. Give yourself a score. It's very exciting. One other thing I said is you need to know when is your most productive time. And in that productive time, please, everything, shut it down. Email, WhatsApp, Instagram, everything, shut it down. For those three, four, five hours that you are most productive, focus on the things you need to do. And then the third step we talked about, we said you need to learn to say no. You need to learn to say no. 
So, ah, Eki, you said you just finished a live video on procrastination. Oh, wow, amazing, amazing. Okay. So you need to learn to say no. Learn to say no to distractions. Learn to say no to things that are not in line with those things you want to achieve. If you don't value your time, people will use up your time. They will leave your life empty. Your needs will be unmet. At the end of the day, you have been busy for nothing. You're just busy. Matter. Even Jesus told matter that there's a time for everything. So focus on those things that are key. It doesn't mean that you should be a terrible person. It means that you should guard the things that are yours. Your time is yours. Okay. Um, so um, those are the three core things. If you have any questions, please ask now. But in the meantime, as I was putting together my, my thoughts on this, I just realized that, you know what, procrastination is a big challenge for all of us. So how are we going to resolve this together? We make progress. It's a, it's a journey. So you make progress. We make progress. We've learned all these things now. How can we resolve this? Remember I said, set public deadlines and get people accountable. So we're going to be doing a couple of things as a group. Yay! Now, every Monday, we are going to have a weekly goals post. So what is your, what are your goals for this week, right? And when we put up that post, everybody, you come and put in your weekly goals, your top three goals, so that we don't have people putting sermon. <laughs> your top three goals. And when I say top three, must achieve goals. You put your top three goals there in the comment section. So all of us will post it. Even me, I will post my own. Because remember, I told you, we are all in this together. It's a journey. I share with you based on the things I've learned. I'm not where I was when I started. I'm far from it. But I know that it's a journey and I'm still, the person I'm going is still before me. And God is building all of us together. So we will all post our goals in the comment section, including myself. Every Sunday, we will review. So we will put up a post and say, it's goals review time. And then you will come and review your goals. If you put three, did you achieve it? If you achieved one, 30%. If you achieved two, okay, if you achieved one, 33%. If you achieved two, 67%. If you achieved three, 100%. Don't lie, you. We are all children of God that love God passionately. Uncommon women, women examples, you know, so be truthful. So you will score yourself and you will put it in that post. And every week we will celebrate the winners in the group. What do we think? Does it sound exciting? Do we have a deal or is it a deal or a no deal? Which one? Which one? I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I need, I need you to, I need your, I need your, what's that English? I need you people on this one. So do we have a deal on this one? What do we think about it? Is it something that we're going to be excited to do together? I, I'm excited. <laughs> but I want to know if you're excited. Are you excited? Tell me. Amazing, 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 amazing. So that's it pretty much for today. I hope I've been able to help you know, address how to beat procrastination. Um, I trust that we are well equipped um now to be able to deal with it messy deal great 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 messy real deal or real deal no fear of failure any issues don't worry i full ground post your questions in the group right so that 
And please, please, let's be as engaging in the groups. When we have any questions, any concerns, please just drop it there. Angela, I'm with you. Drop it there so that I know the things that are, you know, um, big for us so that I can also plan it. doesn't mean that it must wait for our our what's the name our live sessions if you post a question that i can answer immediately i'll be happy to do that okay just post it and make sure you tag me so that i see it but this is really amazing so from today is what today is saturday from this monday we're going to start out our setting public goals public deadlines and then holding ourselves accountable we are on common women we get things done exploits our superpowers because we are graced for it okay so any more questions oh my it's been an amazing one hour with you ladies thank you so so much and please don't forget to go take your gifts so if you're a career woman you want to bet your more you want to start your business there's a guide that i have there for you i'm also opening up my calendar for 10 people you know what you want to do but you're not clear on how to go about it i have 20 minutes um and we just talk through it and i can give you clarity and you, you at least you're clear on how to move forward okay um what else again is the third gift if you're an entrepreneur there is also um ibuko awashika's webinar summary which is really good for people that are business leaders in this time how to cope with covid when i was reading it something struck me like um sometimes you need to let go of, of of you need to let go of weights that you've been carrying this is the right time to do it um and then the fourth one please i noticed that there are some people that are not doing anything as a woman there's nothing as i can't find the english see i'm an Igbo girl i can't find english but there's nothing as i don't know empowering as being able to contribute you know financial empowerment so um in this group we're going to empower seven people there's a business grant 50k but really it's for those that are not doing anything now you know so that let's all as a group become those that woman of that example you know that woman in leadership that woman that is a captain of our industry and we're all here we're all here loving ourselves and encouraging ourselves at any point during the day we need to make this group our own home our place that makes us happy so any point during the day you do something you're excited share it you're going through something and you want you know input from your your sisters here please share it as well you have any questions for me put it in there and i will come to it as soon as i can thank you joker yes we'll start on it so monday we have a deal we start and we track end of the week thank you so much for joining god father we exalt your name king of kings glorify your name thank you lord for this amazing amazing session thank you lord for the mental blocks that you have broken thank you lord for the walls of jericho in the minds of your daughters that you have broken you have shattered completely i decree that as they have been as they have come down they will never go up in the mighty name of jesus in their place i plant faith for every place that the fear fear has been broken down father i plant faith in the mighty name of jesus i instill in them a newness a newness a newness 
fullness, a newness in everything pertaining to the work that they have been called to do in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree concerning their lives that procrastination is crushed to the ground in the mighty name of Jesus. As we as a group set goals, we will achieve it excellently in the mighty name of Jesus. Empowerment to be able to do that which you have called us to do. Father, we ask for it in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask for grace, grace, supernatural grace, supernatural strength for all your daughters that are juggling their jobs, they are juggling their domestic chores, they are juggling taking care of them, especially in this period, Lord. But I ask for your strength for them in the mighty name of Jesus. And as your wisdom comes forth, Lord, in this group, I ask for courage for people to be able to do it. Some of the things that we say are new and have never been done before, but I ask for courage for them to be able to do it. And as they do it, they will get results in the mighty name of Jesus. I bless your families. Each and every one of you, no evil will come near you. Your homes are secured. Your dwelling place are secured. I pay the blood of Jesus over your life. I pay the blood of Jesus over your families. I pay the blood of Jesus over the works of your hands. I pay the blood of Jesus over your habitation. I pay the blood of Jesus over your destiny. You are made for you will step upon your high places. I decree concerning you that your paths are lined with fatness. In this season, Lord, Father, I decree that their eyes are opened up to the opportunities before them and that they would reap painful harvest in the mighty name of Jesus. That when people are saying there is a casting down, as concerning the women of the uncommon woman's circle, indeed there will be a lifting up in the mighty name of Jesus. COVID-19 has nothing on us. In this period, oh Lord, we are strengthened. We are kept safe in soul, spirit, and body in the mighty name of Jesus. We produce fruit in our abundance in the mighty name of Jesus because your word says that in the new Jerusalem that every month every month the trees produce their fruit I decree concerning the women in this every month we will produce new fruits to your glory in the mighty name of Jesus thank you ancient of days in Jesus mighty name we have prayed amen amen thank you so much ladies it's been amazing with you guys see you next week Thank you so much for the birthday wishes. I was really so blessed. Thank you very much. And don't forget to take your gifts. Thank you. Bye.